What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you today. We are just one step closer to USAPL Raw Nationals, and the sign is we have our first preview show. We preview the females of USAPL Raw Nationals, one of the biggest meets of the year. Based on size alone, it is the biggest meet of the year. It's going to be an unbelievable meet. We have fantastic females competing, all with the goal of having a USAPL National Championship. Solana, Steve, and I give our previews, our analysis, our hot takes, our predictions for the female side. Males will be next week. It's always great to get these preview shows up and recording because we are just, I don't know, two weeks out, and every single day it gets a little closer. And hopefully we are getting you guys there Um you know, as fans and as lifters as well. So be on the lookout for more of these episodes. And make sure you're subscribing to Two White Lights on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating there and a review. Leave a five-star rating on Spotify as well. Also, subscribe to Two White Lights on twowhitelights.com. And while you're there, check out the merchandise we have. Use all the athlete promo codes that we have. we got some merchandise still available. Make sure you're using those promo codes. Also, this episode is brought to you by Leffler Bros. Go to leflarbros.com. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their merchandise. They have the best powerlifting merchandise in the sport. Use that promo code to WL15, save yourself some money, and without further ado, here it is, Two White Lights. Yeah, just saying this time to get some person. Ooh, baby, I like it, bro. And as promised, we are here to discuss our favorite time of the year. It is Raw National season. We got previews. We got a lot to talk about. This is usually the the signal where I get a little bit more anxiety. People get more a little a little more anxiety. People are listening closely. If their names are going to be mentioned on Two White Lights, I'm excited. We got the women's to start with too. Yeah, gonna lead with the women. Honestly, we're, we're per usual. We're doing this a bit, a bit earlier than we'd want because we're all going to be super busy, whether competing, coaching, both, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're trying to get out of the way. The women tend to not be as cloudy and have to post every single lift and hide a little bit more. And so the guys tend to most of the women. I think I, I, Solana. I think I speak for you too that I think we have a pretty good idea of where everyone's at. I don't think we're going to have a. A bunch of surprises i think we have enough information to do a, a pretty good breakdown but there's probably going to be bad journalism so, ladies if we say something and then like in three days all of a sudden you hit some massive lift i'm sorry but before getting into it some caveats here that we have to understand um pro series implications and uh in particular uh this is this is kind of it, been public but not public uh, I can be nice sometimes and not just announce things and and let it come to fruition. So uh, I'm not always chasing clout, as some people might say. Uh, but the Virginia Pro has been canceled for a little while now. Like three, yep. Three-ish months back, I think it, yeah, it was not a go. Um, fortunately, Brad Couillard, 
is coming to the rescue, and this should be formally announced by the time this podcast comes out. He gave me permission to talk about it, but he will be hosting the Apex Pro on December 9th, um, and that will be our third Pro Meet of the Year, and that needs to be talked about because it'll be something we definitely talk about on a recap or some further episodes because it's going to be really important because we're going to have to see how Nationals plays out. We have had the Arnold, so some people do have points already. Nationals is the big meet because that really makes everything shape up, but especially actually on more on the men's side, it's going to be a big deal with the Apex Pro because last year we had a bit of an exodus on the women's side. We knew that was kind of coming. And so we had a big trickle down. I think it went down to like 14 or 15 women or or to the 14th, 15th spot on the Pro Series to fill out the top 10. We're probably going to get that on the men's side this year. And we're frankly probably going to have a lot of new pros this year who could do the apex pro and get into the finals. But if they don't do the apex pro, they're probably not gonna have a chance because it's going to, it's going to be hard to be able to beat the people who did the Arnold, who did nationals have the combined points, uh, regardless of if they're super high it's in like the fifties, meaning you won, I mean, a 20 and a 20 is 40. That's going to be really hard to beat versus you get top three at nationals. So apex pro is going to be very important. So that might be something we bring up, but I think that's something we just had to, get out there to begin with because that's really important to understand uh if we're bringing up pro series stuff that's a big caveat here to understanding that we're gonna have some new pros people are gonna be accumulating points here we're gonna have the apex apex pro on december 9th um and that's gonna be very important for a good deal of lifters probably even more so on the men's side to be able to find ways to work their way into the finals because i i think more final stuff is going to get announced here soon but uh from what i know the improvements. I think there's going to be more money. I think we're going to have raw and not intermingle it with other categories. Um, so I'm excited there. We'll see, but let's just, let's get into it. 44 kilo women. Yes. Not a big class. <laughs> literally. That's a we have very two literal people. term. Yeah, we, had two no, two. <laughs> we only really have two. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. We have Maria Canola and, Brendan and then Lauren Camiso and then the other two are junior only so they don't even really count yeah so we have some oddity here since juniors are back uh is if you only sign up for juniors you do not count as the open I'm, I'm, I was I'm kind of uh wondering I would I would have signed up for both if I was either of them but we literally only have two people and uh I could not find the Instagram for either of them so I, I have nothing but the predetermined rankings. Maria, Lauren, I'm sorry. If you want to shoot us your Instagram, I'd be happy to hopefully talk about you in the future. Yep. But I literally have no information on this class. So pretty easy. I got Maria in first because she's coming in with 300 kilo nominated total. And Lauren's at 287.5. Based off of that, I, I would have to pick Maria to and win. Funny enough, I have the exact same rankings. So here we are. I don't know. I, I actually kind of want to take a curveball here. I'm thinking that uh, I'm, I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to go Lauren for my number one spot for the 44 kilo. Yeah, it's funny you said that, Solana, because oh, literally and was, figuratively, would, the the smallest weight class. I thought you were going Blake Barrett since <laughs> – I thought you were going to go Blake Barrett since he can sometimes be misconstrued as a 44 kilo female. <laughs> yeah. What a terrifying oh, image. Yeah. Blake Barrett as a one a female and two a forty four kilo female. That's just he's already small enough as it is, and him being a forty four kilo female would frighten me. Um, 
Yeah, it's well, funny. I'm saying he may bulk up eventually and get to the 44 kilo class. Yeah, he's he's, he's growing. I'm I'm see, I'm seeing some mass on him. The funny thing is, this two junior lifters only signing up for juniors in the USAPL. That is a very funny thing to me. Just juniors signing up for junior only in at USAPL nationals, because like, there's no. I mean, because it used to be you do junior worlds and that's why you would sign up as a junior lifter. But now there's nothing. There is no reason to sign up for just a junior unless you simply just want to do nationals. Well, wait until we get further on. Cause there's an even more interesting one in my opinion. I think that one was a mistake, but fortunately, uh, I think that was just an issue. Yes. I think they just so, didn't know. But yes. And if people are listening and, and you are a junior, make sure you sign up for open. There's pretty much no reason to be a junior only at this point. Always sign up for open and just add junior as a second division. And from the information I got, you don't even have to sign up as a junior to chip junior American records. You can just sign up for open and you're still eligible to chip records for a division you didn't even sign up for. (laughs) Yes. I. Yes, that is just, so maybe I should leave with that too. Well, (laughs) Angela, uh, before we get to four, actually, it's going to be for forty-eight kilos. But Angela, yeah. do you want to make your picks now for the forty-four kilo women's class? You did. I already did. I picked Lauren. I went against the grain. You did. Oh, Lauren. Okay. I Lauren. I trust I trust so my Lauren. Lauren and Maria in second. <laughs> okay, so moving into forty-eight kilos, something I need to prelude with this because this is going to be a part of this with Leanne. The current rule is that if you qualify. For an age division, junior, teen, M1, M2, whatever you want to, uh, you do not even have to sign up for that class. You can just be in the open, but you can chip those American records. And that is a significant issue. I wrote an entire proposal to the EC. We already talked about on Two White Lights. Uh, Unfortunately, it was split, and they decided to stick with the current situation. I submitted a rule change proposal for the NGB to hopefully fix this for next year, because this is absolute insanity, the fact that you don't even have to sign up for a division, but because you're a junior, or especially Jim Tom- Jen Thompson, I believe, is yes. M2, yes. she can chip M2 records in the open division competing for podium placing. Ridiculous. But 48-kilo women. It's a three-way battle, and frankly, this... This three-way battle may be the best three-way battle in all the women's side. And frankly, it is up there with, it it may be a better battle than what we'd have on Powerlifting America. Mm -hmm. And I do not think this is getting enough credit. Uh, This frankly, I mean, I think two, if not three of the women here could out total what Jessica and Heather have done, but no one's talking about 48. And I've been trying to shout this for a while now, saying how underrated Demetria Leanne and Kate are. I think Kate's deadlift kind of recently kind of got a little attention. But, I mean, I see all three going over 400 kilos. And I'm biased. I've got Demetria, so I'm going to be a little bit more silent here because I'm not going to talk too much. But, Solana, go, you're, you, you can be more of the expert yes. on this one. All right. So, yeah, just like you said, we have Demetria, Leanne, Kate out. So have all, all of them going a, a decent amount over 400 kilos, actually. So for Demetria, I put her at a 412 total with, because she hit 83 by 5 for bench or PR. She hit like a really big volume PR for deadlift. Now, I don't know how much volume transfers to her single. 
but 140 by eight, which was really, really big. And then she also hits a 137.5 squat PR. That was like seven weeks ago. I've also seen some lifts in the gym that I didn't mention in here. Like I got to see her a little bit. But overall, though, I put her at 145 squat, 95 bench, and 172.5 deadlift. And then just like you mentioned with Kate, like we just saw her deadlift, I believe it was a 205 for a double, which was huge. And so she's on fire right now. Also hit a 77.5 bench. And I have her at, she had a 132.5 squat for a triple when her best at her last meet was 137.5. So I don't know where her weight is. I know she cuts. I think she cuts the most. She's been, she's been posting. It was like 40, class. it was like 49.7 to 49.9. She usually, she actually posted a decent, I mean, I don't know what it is today, but within the last month she had posted that it was around there. So she cuts, it's not a kilo and a half, two kilos. She does cut the most. Cause yeah, like Demetria, I think Leanne is underweight and Demetria, yeah half kilo maybe if that so easy but yeah kate big numbers this was kind of i mean again i'm very close to the situation because this is the same battle dimitri had last year we had jessica out in front and it was dimitri versus kate and based off of gym numbers i think kate probably had the edge but there's more that goes into it than that it's gonna be close uh i mean even though i'm biased and i think everyone knows who i'm probably gonna pick and i very much believe in my pick that i think dimitri very well can win nationals i it, it unbiased it doesn't offend me at all that people are probably going to say kate's the favorite going in the lifts are huge 205 for a double is absolutely insane yeah um we just need to see that execution on meet day uh, because she has had some issues with third attempt deadlifts in the past when she has cut down um and then leanne's there too leanne's to always tough to gauge though because she doesn't post much uh it's usually marcellus that kind of edges her into posting <laughs> or else she doesn't really post and that's that's one of my battles too because marcellus talked a bunch of crap on his youtube channel about this battle with demetria so i mean uh, it's almost less demetria and leanne are probably just gonna be giggling back and forth and talking and me and me and marcellus are gonna be talking trash to each other and getting each other's faces so it's gonna be close though because i mean what i am confident in is they're all probably going to go over 400. I, I think the winner is going to have to total 410 plus. And I think it's plausible that multiple people will pull for the win. Because again, it could be a very, it's just like last year, Demetria, we just had the pull because Demetria is probably the lightest deadlift. Lee is probably going to have a junior deadlift chip to pull anything she needs. And then Kate for sure is going to have the last pull to load she wants. So, so we could very well have three pulls successively for the win based on if people are hitting lifts earlier in the meet. So I will throw out one thing before I'll let some other people talk and shut up a little bit more. I will say uh, Dimitri has been hiding her deadlift and we figured something out and it was very nice today. It was very nice. Very nice. Got some nice lockouts. Lockouts are, are different now from something we figured out. All right. Well, that's good to hear. And uh, yeah, I've been kind of keeping track with Demetria's training there too. And I mean, yeah, I mean, Demetria and Kate are probably the ones that I keep close attention to. I think I, I am fortunate enough to be on Demetria's close friends. So I know things are going well there. Uh, usually when there's a high volume of posts, that usually means something is going well. Um, and to, uh, to go to your point earlier, Steve, I think this might be actually the most intriguing female matchup of the meat because I do love when lightweight classes go and they're stacked with the roster because I've said on so many podcasts, it starts the day off with a bang. 
it just doesn't have that cloudy lifter. Like Heather Connor was one of the, like when Heather Connor was in the USAPL and IPF, she was one of the biggest names in powerlifting within a certain time. So people would focus more on that division. And now you got Tiffany Chapone and now Jessica's kind of getting the residual of that being on the same playing field. And now she's kind of, you know, benefiting from that as well. This weight class is three low key, really strong lifters. Um, Kate, I do think if this was a 47 kilo weight class, she would be competing at 52 kilos. Uh, now, but, but now that's a 48, not 47 kilo weight class. Um, this is the right, this is a, a appropriate weight class for her to compete in. But I don't know if anyone knows this. She is jacked. She carries a lot of muscle for a 48 kilo lifter. So that cut makes sense to me. Like she has a strength. If anyone's, if anyone's seen her, we definitely know that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I don't think. She's not no, I don't covers. think people real When you see her in person, she is more jacked. She is for 48 kilo because 48 kilo lifters are. You know, they're small, they're petite, and they have that muscle on them. But she, yeah, she is shredded, and she's got some muscle on her. So, yeah, you can tell she could probably compete very well at a weight class above. But, that yeah, that deadlift is legit. Um, but with those deadlifters, you never know. You really never know. Because when I was looking at it just at face value, I was kind of looking at the craft first PR's performance uh, battle here. But... I think Kate is just as strong as competitors, both uh, Leanne and Demetria. So, yep. And one thing, this is kind of for all weight classes. I forgot to mention this. So I have my prime time projections. I do not know if these are correct. I'm going to state these throughout both podcasts, but I do not know if they're correct. I think we actually may know by the next podcast based on what we're, I think we're recording right after they announce things for the men. But what I can tell you for sure is on the women's side, day one has four weight classes. And if there's only 12 lifters, that top three is it. That's it for all three weight classes. That's not even like a, a question mark. It's going to be top three for each weight class and no one trickles down. So Demetria, Leanne, and Kate will be the three in prime time for this class, which frankly doesn't really matter too much in this class because they're really separated. Some other classes when we get to it, 52, especially 56, that's going to be a little bit of a different story. But yeah. Um, I am going to give primetime projections because I think I have a decently accurate idea, but I very well could be wrong too. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I real I think this could be, this could be the highlight. Uh, maybe it's biased too, but I thought maybe the highlight could be Christian versus Sam, but we're going to get to that in a bit. Sam moved up to 67 and a half. So that happening, albeit 60 can still be very interesting. But I think if you're looking at like the closest battle on the women's side, and especially because it's a three-way battle, it's got to be Demetria, Leanne, and Kate. I mean, I'll go. I'll go first with picks because I mean, is it a locker? I'm going to pick Demetria, and uh, I, I feel I, I I honestly get Natalie versus uh, Jade uh, Jadvise from this because Demetria is not really posting. Kate's posting the big numbers, but I kind of do. I kind of know what's going to happen. I kind of I, I kind of have a good idea of just what we're gonna what's, what's going to come down to. I like I like where Demetria's at. So Demetria first, Kate second, Leanne third. All right, I will go Kate first, Demetria second, Leanne third. Okay. Typical Solana picks against my list. That's just how it goes. Well, I'm going to (laughs) go Demetria climbing up the ranking. This would be a slot every year for her, right? I think she got third at Daytona, second last year at Vegas. Um, I think she's climbing the ladder. I will have her at first. 
I'll have Kate in second and Leanne Lee in third. But part of me really wants Leanne Lee to get that second spot there because, um, you know, I'm glad she graduated from the 44 kilo weight class up to the 48 kilo weight class. Um, I, I feel like I had something to do with that. I know Marcellus is in her here, but last year I will still bring up the story of her just, I mean, just being very blunt and telling her you got to be a 48 kilo weight class because just kind of lost in the fray here. You, you know, and I mean, look, it's just a better competition, right? I mean, we have like four competitors of 44 kilos this year. Last year might have even been less. I have no idea. But 48 kilos, this is a battle here. And um, a strong performance for Yan Lee will get will kind of catapult her into a really good position where a lot of eyes will be on her. So, um, And that's always a good thing for the sport when there's a new person we get to focus on and a new person who um, is making progress and climbing up the rankings. I mean, I want to see Leanne do well. I want her to get her deadlifts. Like, if she gets all of them, that would be incredible. But she has missed her third deadlift in the last four, four meets. So, so lockout, I cannot put her lockout's gotta in be second fixed. or first. Yeah, yeah lockout's got to be fixed. But like I said, I mean, like you said, if she if she hits that third deadlift, a lot of weird things could happen because, like I said, I, I, I could legitimately see all three lifters fighting for first place. And if or maybe maybe Demetria and Kate are kind of battling. Leanne's there, there's a lot of interesting things that could happen here. It, uh-huh. It's it's a very it's going to be a very very close battle here. Yeah. So I also want to mention this before we move on. I mean, in this weight class, historically, we I I would would you say that all three have had some issues with lockout, just within their competition history? Because I would say so. Yeah. Uh. Demetria in the past, I mean, I, well, I, I said historically, I wouldn't deny not the fact consistently, that that but yeah, Demetria issue, but now I mean, well, I think you now know that Demetria's kind of fixed the lockout based on just the hints that you made. Um, but I mean, she, she recovered last year from her Virginia Pro, but we have seen it. Yeah, and Arnold. Yeah. Okay. So we have seen it. That's yeah, kind of the point Arnold, I'm making. Or 2021 VA Pro was the last time. So it, yeah, we have. Seen, I mean, yeah. They all have had, at some point, issues on third attempt yeah. deadlifts. So, all right. Uh, Kate's is she tends to lose balance. That's her issue. Mm-hmm. Dimitri is a soft knees, and Leanne tends to just kind of like it just sticks. I don't think hers is a, is a lockout issue. It's more just kind of like just like hard stick off the floor out of nowhere. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay. Fifty-two kilo women. Frankly, actually, I I shouldn't say. I mean, if you're looking at worldwide competitiveness as well as close within nationals. I think 40 kilo, 48 kilo women is the premier division, but 52 kilo women, while I think a bit behind to an extent internationally, this is an incredibly close class. Um, I am confident in my picks at all, all on this one, because this could go pretty deep here, but who we're going to get in prime time is going to be Jaslyn Pepper West, Ariel Patra, and Juliana Iorno. And then from there, I mean, really, we have people all around like 380 to 400, like super close. Jacqueline DeLuna, Gabrielle Polanco, On Win, Heather Foss, Brianna Flores. But the person, I mean, I, I kind of mentioned this on my story, and the person I think is going to be the breakout star in this class is going to be Juliana Iorno. I think, I think. Uh, did either do either of you follow her training page? I no, 
and have inside info. Info you do. Yeah, well, Solana, I was about to say you had to be on the last podcast because she listened to the last podcast and got to give her a big shout out for this because this is a massive help. She followed, I think, both of us on her lifting account that I didn't know existed. So that was a huge benefit because now I'm like, oh, because now I get to follow it and actually see. So she, you know, there was intent there like, hey, look at, actually look at my lifts. I'm not hiding them. Just look at them. It's like, all right, so now we have something to talk about on Two White Lights. And it's a great thing because it's just her lifts. Because other lifters, you follow yeah. them and it's just and it's your tough because posts. They're weird posts that they make. I did, I do not. I do not follow that page, so the only thing I've seen is the 112 and a half kilo bench she did, which is a nice little PR. And Frank, hey Ariel, I love you, but you always hide yeah. your weights and you clip them out. So I don't know what Ariel's doing either. I'd love to be able to hype her up, but she clips her weights out, so I can't tell. Jazlyn fortunately finally posted something that was of relevance because she usually doesn't post too much too. Because this was a really hard class to predict until the very end with some people kind of putting stuff out. But Jazlyn, I mean, she was really hyping up that, uh, I think it's in particular squat, um, was going about the best it ever has. And let me see here. So she just did 132 and a half for a double, moved super well, benched 80, 40, 840, uh, 84 and a half, uh, by two on bench, and then deadlifted 162.5, and a half, maybe seven to eight feet. So either way, that was really telling that I think Jazlyn can bring in a pretty significant bump because my original expectation, because Ariel hides her weights, and I, I could at least get some insight on Juliana. I thought Juliana was really the favorite, but that kind of changed things. I don't know. I, I really think between those three, all three of them can go somewhere between 395 to 410. And it would not shock me in the slightest. The only big thing is the fact that Juliana, who I think maybe is the strongest, is does not have a great yes. deadlift comparatively. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Her, her bench is what really wins it for her. So she's going to have to hit her benches and Ariel and Jaslyn for sure are going to have the opportunities to pull for the win. And Juliana is going to kind of have to do like a, I'm going to compare her biasly to what, like an Anas that I did last year where you just got to hit your lifts. You just got to hit them and you got to hope some other people miss because Ariel and Jaslyn are going to know exactly what to put on the bar because Juliana is probably going to set the standard. Ariel, Jaslyn are going to be able to put what they need on the bar and Jaslyn's going to probably, I, I think pretty confidently give you the final pull there. Yeah, that's basically everything I was thinking. Like Juliana's got a huge bench press. I have her at like benching at like 110, um, but her deadlift is like 20-ish kilos away or more from the other two. And then, just like we saw with Jaslyn, she had that really good day where she did 138.2.5 and 162.5 in the gym that I just saw. So, and it moved really well for doubles. So, I'm thinking, okay, she's in a really good spot. I think she will definitely top that VA Pro performance finally because she's had some down meets since then. And then, yeah, Ariel, at one point you were posting on Close Friends your actual weights, but that ended. So, <laughs> I think, well, I don't know what you'll do. Yeah, I think the yeah with yep, the subtotal. Then, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, uh, Juliana. Yeah, I, well, I mean everything Steve said there. Juliana's subtotal is very good, uh, strong, and you know if you're following that lifting page, um, I think there's a potential for more than 110 on that bench. Um, she does have though that 
I think I don't know competition history. I would have to pull up open powerlifting. Um, but she has a bench press that is open to just some technical mis- miscues because because it looks like everything has to go right there. Yeah, Juliana. I mean, if, following that lifting page, she does have a massive subtotal and. The bench, I think, possibly could be over that 110 mark, uh, just based on what I've seen. But he does have that kind of extreme type of bench where there can be some harsh judging, the touch points, the, you know, possibly butt coming off the bench. So I do kind of, now, uh, you know, throw some an- analytics on there, too, because when I do see benches like that, it just never seems to be on point and she's going to need those lifts. I think she's going to need to go six for six. If you don't have the deadlift advantage, um, because that's going to be huge. That's where Ariel Patra and Jaslyn have the lift is when it comes down to deadlift. So um going to have the classic battle first, you know, the subtotal first the deadlift. Yeah. And going from there, and we'll kind of come back to those three and talk a little bit more. This was a bit of a tough one to talk about because it was Jacqueline. She's nominated in fourth, couldn't find her Instagram. Gabrielle in fifth, couldn't find her Instagram. Uh, Solana, maybe you can let me know. On when she seemed like me, she may be injured. I like, can't tell. There was a lot. There were I couldn't. I could not get a good read on anything either. Once she was injured, or she just wasn't showing anything. Heather doesn't really show much lifting, and then Brianna couldn't find an Instagram. So. I'm sorry to all these ladies that I don't have a lot to talk about here because there just isn't anything to talk about. So it's really hard to kind of predict. But if any of these ladies all of a sudden burst up in the top three, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I, I just don't have any information. And the interest, the, the disadvantage, though, none of them are in primetime. It's just going to be Jazzy, yes. uh, Ariel, and Juliana in primetime. So they're going to know what they need to do. Now, with that being said, they could be so close in that battle that – one of them could be trying to shoot to beat the other, misses a lift, and therefore Jacqueline, Gabrielle, on Heather, Brianna uh, are able to move into that podium placing. It'd be very, very interesting there. But they do have the disadvantage that all three of those lifters are going to know exactly what they need to hit to be in there, as well as the fact that at least based off of nominated totals and then looking where Jaslyn, Ariel, and Juliana could be, I, I, I can see them missing some lists and probably still maintaining that top three position. So it really comes down to execution. Uh, The one thing I'll give is if there's someone more experienced in this situation, it would be Jaslyn over the other two. Juliana, I don't think is, she she competed at the VA Pro, but I don't think it was in a head-to-head battle in the same manner. Ariel, she's been in big meets, uh, but at Nationals, obviously, last year was not her best meet, but she's fixed a lot of that. But all new to, I to all three of them, really, to truly battle for a first-place position. Um, and Jaslyn's going to have Sam on her side. So I think Sam can handle her now because she moved the 67 and a half, correct? Yes. Sam or Solana, you know that. So Sam will be handling uh, – I'm blanking on his name. Mustache. Harley. Harley. And then Juliana's got Matt. So three experienced handlers. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I don't I don't have a great prediction here outside of just gut instinct. Yeah, I'm excited to see Juliana like have the battle cuz just like you said like we saw we seen Jaslyn battle. Um we've seen Ariel fix a lot of things. And it's been exciting to see she's gone 
either she went eight for nine on her last meet. I believe nine for nine on the last one. So that's been exciting to see. But also, she didn't have to battle at those meets either. And then we have Julia, um, yeah, Juliana. So we'll see. We'll see. But I want to see how they do with pressure on a bigger platform. Yeah. Also, I'd like to mention something here. Um, CD brought up on win. And the so the funny thing about this one is she trains at Ironside. Um, and last podcast that we did, we did, you know, just kind of early Nat storyline, mentioned a lot of Juliana and I brought up that, uh, like, Oh, two white lights is my ops because you guys didn't mention, or, you know, you guys don't think I'm going to win. And I don't know what I should say in this situation, because if I say that perhaps your intuition of her being somewhat banged up going in this meet is accurate. Is that making me her ops again? And then will I have to hear that when I go into the gym again? Because, I mean, where other lifters post her, like, lifts on close friends, Ann Wynn is just posting on how Two White Lights is her enemy, and <laughs> we we are overlooking her. So, I don't know. I honestly don't know what to do with that analysis, because I am in the gym with her. I'm like, you kind of do look a little hurt, but... Um, <laughs> but at the same time, if I say that, I might have to deal with that more. So, I'll I'll say it because I don't see people typically doing like half of their normal weights for working sets and posting about it. So I'll say it. I hope that's not the case. I hope yeah. she comes in and crushes it. But that's just kind of my perception there. As well as uh, Angel already alluded to something, a weird situation we're getting into is how many people are adding us to close friends that we can't really like discuss. What exactly, we see, but this then is, we know about it. This is Juliana's this is very, thing, or people like send. We've had some other people send us. We've had other people send us lists and DMs that we can't really fully discuss. It's it's a it's a weird thing that like we have more information that we can than we can actually discuss sometimes, and then we get then then we get yelled at for bad journalism because we don't get things right. Well, yeah. Well, there's that, but then also I like mean, we could just start announcing the close friend stuff. Yeah, screw it. But then we'll get kicked off of close friends. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll uh break the trust of the close friends like unofficial like guidelines of like saying what's happening so we, I, I won't i won't i won't even i won't even tell like other like my close friends what other people are doing because i don't i don't want to get kicked off of these i like being on them not gonna lie yeah kind of feels cool well yeah what's the point i mean i know my close friends thank you for being... thank you th- thank you for those who are adding me yeah, yeah i know other, my other than i, I had to call What's Fun that? one. Natalie had me on her close friends before I coached me off, so I called her out at CPT, and then she added me back, and then now I coached her, so we're all good. That's nice. Hilarious. So we, we made up. I thought she kicked you off because you're coaching her. That would be a funny thing if she kicked you off just simply due that to... That would be funny. Yeah, he's like, you're my coach, so now I don't want you to be... We're, it's a business I, relationship I have, that I have, we have. I have had that by one person, but I'm now back on their close friends. Okay, that's good. But yeah, Juliana's case, she has a separate lifting account, which is great. But um, that's like one big close friends page. That's not even a story. That's like, I don't know how much of it is secret. And especially because her bio says super top secret lifting account. So if I say anything from it, it's super top secret. So I don't even know. Yeah, you're right. I am. We're in a weird situation with these close friends preview show things because 
It is so funny we have to speak like in code here about what we see on Close Friends when we know like certain lifts and certain information, but we don't want to break the circle of trust. And that circle is green. It's the green circle of trust being on can the Close lifters, Friends list. Can lifter, this is even my own lifters because Dimitri, I'm calling you out. You're doing it. <laughs> Stop training. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Just just post your training. <laughs> I, I can I can tell you from talking to people who have decent power and sponsorships. Part of <laughs> part of getting sponsored is posting your stuff. And if, like getting attention by posting. It's a yeah. cool thing. Yeah. Well this All right. well hold anyway, on. I will really quick I don't know. Here? I don't have much Okay, person. go on, go on. I, well, I, I wanted to mention I was really going to say let's go to predictions for this class. Well, I want, I want to mention something really quick, though. Just about the – I know we're on, like, a thing of close friends. But I just got to get this gripe out of the way. If you're going through the trouble of posting things on Instagram, just make it public. I understand if you don't post anything on Instagram. If you post nothing on Instagram, then I totally get it. It's like you just don't care. But you're posting on Instagram and going through the act of recording – and then going on the story and posting. So you do care. You just don't want everyone to know. And it's just, that's mind blowing to me. That one is crazy. I am starting to be anti close friends lifting posts. If you're not, if just don't post at all, if you're going to do it, then you truly don't care. And you're truly removed from Instagram. But that is my rant on close friends. Yes, we can do predictions and it's going to be contested. Now I'm debating. I made these. I set my predictions before Jazlyn posted her big day. I'm struggling here because Ariel. I'm a big fan, but I have no idea what you can do. So it's really hard to predict here. I'm just gonna stick with my gut. I got Juliana first. I, I just have a feeling here that she. We've been waiting for a breakout star in this class, and I, I felt like at the VA Pro last year that she was destined to be that. So I'm gonna go Juliana first. I'm going to go Ariel second and Jaslyn Pepper West third. Okay. I'm going to give Jaslyn first, Juliana second, and Ariel third. All right. And for me, I'm going to go Juliana first. Can't go against my own kind. There's parts me actually having a prediction and two part being Italian. Um, I will have Jaslyn in second and Ariel Patra in third. And like she said, this is a very, very intriguing matchup that is, I think, going to be very close. I really, I often don't pick the subtotal person over the deadlifters too. So that's where the Italian comes in. It's like you're getting the bump because of that part. Usually happens historically with Italians. We look out for our own. All right. 56 kg women. This may be the most interesting class. And it is literally, let's see. So, one, two, three. Oops, I screwed this up. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have the person who is nominated 12th getting second place. That's what I mean by interesting. And what makes this harder is the fact that only three women, Maya, Avi, and Becca, are in prime time. Yeah. I on it my I, I honestly think two of the three people who might get podium are not in prime time. 
This is the class that unfortunately, because of how the schedule worked out and they put five weight classes on one day for women, really got screwed because this should have been like an eight-person deep prime time uh, because this is really, really hard. Now, I think Maya is my favorite. I would have said it was going to be a really close battle between Maya and AV, but unfortunately, I think AV is going through some pretty significant back issues right now. And based on the fact that she's posting that she got an MRI last week, and I don't know if she's able to really lift for squat and deadlift very much, that's a tough one to predict her being able to battle at full capacity against Maya. And frankly, at full capacity against some of the other women who I think are going to be right on her tail. So it's a tough one to go. But Maya... That's a name that I think a lot of listeners do not know uh, who they should know because we, we talked about her. She had her big kind of breakout meet at the Arnold in 2022 when her, Christian, and Charlie were really going head to head. And Maya was the one that came out in front. Yeah, if you forgot, uh, if you got, if you got Maya's name, then you haven't been, uh, it, it just, you haven't been listening to Two Eye Lights because that was someone we focus on heavily on the preview and then definitely during the recap. But I know she had a lot of life stuff come up, like some great stuff too. I think she was going to school, um, you know, getting some advanced degree. I think she lives in Hawaii now. I'm not 100% sure of that. So, you know, a lot of great things going on there. Um, yeah, and she's kinda, Hawaii. Yeah, it kind of took like a hiatus. But, Steve, you nailed it when you said, like, prime time has – the prime time selection has kind of robbed this weight class – because if you go down the order here of lifters lifting in this weight class who are not in prime time, all going to be in regular session, and you only have those three to pick, it is a star-studded cast. So many of them have been mentioned on Two White Life preview shows and people we followed closely. Um, yeah, Winona. Winona is a fantastic deadlifter. Joe Dell. Um, uh, Pantino, excellent collegiate lifter. I, you know, his, was a strong, strong collegiate lifter for a really long time and probably going to have herself a fantastic meet. Lorraine Luna, Bria Williams, Helena Wu, Vicky Zen, uh, Mariah Bolden. Like, these are some people that are great, great lifters that we talked about before that I, if it's another, um, if it's another year and the old selection process where it's like kind of like top 10, all these people would probably be top 10, the ones that I mentioned, but you know, we're, we're at this top three thing and yeah. And then the, the it, yeah, but then the top I, three itself, got, it's like said, crazy. It's Maya Wright, uh, um, Avi yeah. and Becca Nunn's who Becca Nunn's has been on some real good momentum recently. So like I said, Maya, I think is the clear favorite. She just had, I think within the gym, she pretty much matched already her total that she did at her last meet, which she just competed. She just competed in June. So like if she just matches that, that with a 450-ish total, I don't I don't know if anyone can get quite close to that uh, within like 15 kilos. But there is a range of 430 to 435 that I've got one, two, three, four, let's say 425 to 435. One, two, three, four, five. By seven people between Jamarcus, what what can Avi do? But after that, you got Becca, Mariah, Lauren, Michelle, Tara, Vicky, Bria, Jodell, Lorraine, Elena. All people I could plausibly see going 425 to 430. I, I have 435. I have no idea what will happen. Now, I coach Lorraine. That's I'm I'm biased there. Um, she's really coming back to where she was now, but, uh, 
I don't even know how to go about this. So I'm going to say this. I really think if I'm looking at all the lifts and whatnot, you've got my end first. If I really had to put my money on that next two to three, I think it comes down to Becca, Mariah, Bria, and Jodell. A lot of people. <laughs> and a lot of people. Three of those being not in prime time. Yeah. So, uh, Becca, it's going to be honest. My question mark here is I feel like squat depth has not been as good recently. That was something she struggled with at the Arnold, I think, in 2022. She did a lot better. I see it as a question mark again recently in training, though. With that being said, she just competed recently, I think, in May and hit a 430 total. So just her matching around a 430-ish total, what she's done at the Arnold and what she did at, uh, I think it was Atlanta primetime, would put her in a really good spot. But the issue for me is the fact of and Jodell and how much momentum they have right now. Uh, Jodell, I don't think anyone knows about her. She's a former equipped lifter, coached by Matt Holden. Uh, her training is going fantastic. She's great on meet day and execution. And then with Bria, uh, Bria's been Bria, Bria's made it known that I called her out on her deadlift. Yeah, I'm still saying I want to see it, but she just hit. 180 training and she did exactly what she needed to which she actually was patient her issue every time is she gets too hyped up she rushes her wedge in her setup and she gets out of position that 180 was a lot cleaner if she can bring that to the platform she can knock it over height that looks really really good to me i agree i just when i watched that i was like okay that's like that's the deadlift she needs to be competitive <laughs> at nationals um Overall, her whole total that she just posted was excellent. She had 170, 875, and then the 180 with a 437.5 total PR a week ago. So she's in really good shape. And she shut out really well at the last meet she just did in July. And just that deadlift was the only issue. So if she gets that on meet day, like she's in a really good spot. You also were mentioning, so Becca, same kind of thing, right? Like she had that meet in May at the Atlanta primetime. And her bench press did not show up, which is not usual for her. Um, so it, normally she can hit like 97.5 and she hit 925. So if she can do what she did there and get that bench press, she'll be in a great spot. But I'm also questioning the squat depth. I'm a little worried about it. I'm hoping that she's up on meet day. I was commentating at the Arnold's 2022 when it did not show up. And then also other people you were mentioning too. So Maya in a huge spot. Avi hit her good and some days with the backhand apparently is not so great i'm wondering about mariah because she's not posting a ton and her total hasn't grown a lot like it hasn't increased since june 2021 but she did mention that she was going well in the story once like recently so i'm wondering if she's got some momentum going i'm not sure <laughs> yeah mariah never I'm never po- it's always i've always struggled with predicting mariah because i mean we yeah talked about her on i don't know how many previous shows now she never anything's indicative of telling us like top and strength. So it's always hard to predict. She, she's consistent. That's the biggest thing is she's consistent. If other people aren't hitting lifts, I expect Mariah to come in around 425 to 435 and hit her lifts and do exactly that. Um, it's just, it. if this seems all over the place, it's because it is. I, I don't know how to go about predicting or talking about this weight class because like Lauren Harriman, 
she doesn't post any of her lists, but uh, like from looking at her strong athletic, she just competed recently, but she's been making really rapid progress. Uh, Michelle Lynn uh, has a 422 and a half kilo total dating back to February. Tara, longtime competitor. I actually, I, I, I think she, I don't know if she had a hiatus, but I remember she was, she was always like very much in that 57 kilo battle. Uh, and Vicky, Helena, yeah, I don't know. I'm I this this one this one's tough. I mean, I, I this this is the only way I can explain it. I think I just need to go through my scenarios. I expect in the morning session for Mariah and Jodell to be the top three in the morning session or the afternoon or wherever it is, but the non prime time. I think I, I'm I'm leaning towards Jodell is going to be first in the morning session. Maria is going to be second and Mariah is going to be third. And then going into the prime time, I just frankly have a really hard time predicting AD right now. Um, and so I think Maya is winning. And so it's going to come down to Becca. And does she hit a deadlift? She's going to know what she needs to do because the, the numbers are, on, are going to be on the board from Bria and Jodell. And Becca's going to know what she needs to hit. And it's going to be, does she hit that? And that's going to be the top three. That's going to be the decision on top three. It's going to come down between second and thirds, between Becca, Bria, and Jodell is, is my predictions. It's like uh, Charlie Day, Pepe Sylvia. You're breaking that down of all the scenarios that could possibly happen. That's a verbal <laughs> meme for you, Steve, at the, uh, the Pepe Sylvia uh, mailroom, which is all these lines connecting. But all right, can, I, can I ask you both this question? How about if they... All lifters who should be in prime time were competing prime time. Then what would your ranking be if they all had that even playing field? I would still have Maya at the top here if she hits all her lifts. And then and I would honestly be looking at Rhea pretty heavy. And then also Becca, but I'm liking what I see from Bria more because it's more consistent with the lifts. The, the only the only thing I would change is the fact that Becca is going to have the advantage of knowing versus if she was in the same session with all of them, she wouldn't have that advantage where I would be even more, I would probably lean more towards Jodell and Bria versus the fact that Becca is in prime time. That makes me consider her over them, even in a, in a, better idea of what she needs to do and marcellus i believe is going to be the one handling her because uh jamar's competing the next day so i don't think he's going to be handling becca hmm. yeah I, I don't know like i would probably have to go based on what i would think would happen if they were all in prime time as opposed to thinking about what's going to happen in the regular session and with the lifters having the advantage. Because, I mean, I think that's the only way you can look at things, right? If you think if they're play, if they're competing at the same time, what's your predictions going to be? And that's kind of what I would go with. And then it does come down for me. Like, I'm, I think I'm just more heavily favoring Bria and Jodell because I know more about their lifts. I've had more competition history that I've seen from them. Um, Bria more so than Jodell because Jodell uh, – in spite of her, you know, having a, a pretty good collegiate career, a lot of it was equipped, and I did not get to see a whole lot of that. Um, but I do know that she is a a solid lifter. But 
I do feel like I'm discrediting the other lifters here where I just don't have as much familiarity with them. Um, so yeah, this, this, this weight class is a endless possibility, but endless possibilities, but I can't see a scenario for me just in my head where Maya doesn't win. That's, that's kind of the most consistent thing. I think I'm more so thinking second and third, and that's giving me a lot to think about. But first place, I haven't seen any situation where I'm like, not competing on the same uh, time frame. Maya, I think, has the big upper hand. Congratulations. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I'm just going to go last because my connection fucking sucks. So. I'll okay. keep going first. I really don't care. I got Maya first. Jodell second, and then I'm going to go Bria third, mainly because I don't want her coming after me if I don't pick her to podium. <laughs> if Steve if Steve keeps this up, it's going to no longer be Kraft first flex. It's going to be Kraft first PRs, and just I think you are making some enemies on the Kraft side, Steve. It just sounds like every single time it's. It's I'm you. fine with that. I'm not. I'm not scared of Marcellus in the slightest. I can see the top of his head when we stand next to each other. <laughs> hey, it's not about that. It's about the YouTube videos. If if someone is, do we need to do we need to compare views? Do we need to compare? No, views no, no. Oh no, it's not. It's Steve. It has nothing to do with views. He just fucking distracts people's careers to the dirt. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it is. It's just it's just the classic craft youtube video if you see your name come I, up and that i'm apparently being i'm apparently being blamed about that too to where someone some i have i have a, a screenshots of someone who's apparently building evidence on me to call me out about destroying people's careers so apparently i'm part of that too steve please keep yourself safe i can't deal with any more problematic friends I need, I need someone to be. Oh, this one doesn't scare me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't still, even respond. If I this just one need was called out because it's it's irrelevant. I just need my my yeah. I just need someone who's a, a safe bet. You are my safest bet for a while as you down that glass of scotch. As I said that, great timing. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, awesome. You sold it. If I get a third. I might be. I I'm all. Third, this might be a little bit of a fun podcast. What are you talking about? It's really All right, fun. Well, on that note, will <laughs> well, I have to leave if you have three? No, okay. I'm not going to have a third anyways. I already, I already macroed this. This was already in my calculations for the day. I'm done. Okay. Uh, Maya, first place. I'm gonna. I'll give back a second, and I will give Rhea third. Yep, I'm going to go Maya, Becca, Bria. It, it it does feel a little Same. bit wrong picking against Abby here, but it, it I don't know. Um, a lot can happen. I, I mean, if, if I had any, yeah, if, if I had any evidence that she could healthy out, she would be second. But it's just unfortunate that I everything we've seen, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. Hey, well, I, I, I can't confidently pick her to be placing this up. But I will say this, though, speaking from experience, especially recently, um, a lot can change in one week. As far as just getting confidence back, as far as just having a good session, and you feel like you can be in the mix of things. Like, 
you know, I was, I, I would say probably in the same situation as Avi based on what I'm seeing on Instagram and what she's describing here is a lot of pain, a lot of scratch sessions, a lot of knocking off kilos, a lot of kilos, not hitting planned top sets. And it's like, well, let's, I, let's see how we can do going into a meet. And then last week, I and a little bit of this week, I hit some numbers. Things were feeling better. Now I feel like I'm back in the thick of a competition where um, just two weeks ago, I wasn't sure if I would be really on par with any of the primetime guys. So just saying, a lot can happen in a week. All right. I hope, I hope so. I would like to see her come in at full strength. But three weeks out, don't see that quite yet. But Sure. All right. 60 key. Kilo win. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm biased. I, 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 I like Christian to win this. Well, this is where we also talk about. So Sam was supposed to be in this weight class, and then she switched over to 67.5 as of, like, last week. So that was going to be a massive storyline. So now is Christian in prime time. Yep. And – while even unbiased, I don't think I'm saying anything that you guys won't. I don't think she's as much of a favorite as people will think just because Sam left. Frida and May in particular are looking really good, mm-hmm. even though they don't post very much. None of these lifters post hardly at all. Caitlin hasn't posted in forever. Frida posts once every three months. May posted one bench bench set. Jessica posts a little bit more, albeit she went on vacation as opposed to much this. And then Natalie, I had to go to TikTok. This is the first time I've ever had to go to TikTok to be able to figure out lifts. This was really one really hard. I mean, I've been very deep uh, trying to scout this class. It's obviously I'm interested. But I, I really I think Frida and May could very well be in the picture if Christian was to miss some lifts. Um and within all of this, too, I very much – this is just kind of a double caveat. We have best lifter each day wins prize money. I think it's going to come down to who's the winner of 60 versus 48. It's going to be pretty close. So mm-hmm. that's another little caveat to kind of throw in there. But I'll let everyone – I'll let you all talk because I'm not going to say as much on Christiane if you want to talk about her because I know what's going on and I'm not going to say it. Mm. All right. So the notes I have for Christiane, um, so she's definitely – Going to go in to beat the squat record that she already holds. So I have her at 184 squat because I last me she hit 179 and it was like so easy. I was disgusted by it. Um, and then she did hit a 109 by three pause bench. Oh, she hit 121 for easy single. That's the big one. So once I saw that, I was like, okay, probably like a 122.5 bench. Um, and then her squats, I just said that. Uh, 170 by three went really well, but just in general, I know she's going to beat that squat record. So I have her at 496.5 total. If she can hit a 184 squat record, a 122.5 bench, and a 190 deadlift, which I definitely think is attainable. She will have to push for that, I think, a little bit, but that is me having her in kilos ahead. So she literally has to miss a lift or two for, I think, Frida and May to really be in the picture. Caitlin is definitely more of a toss-up because I'm not sure if she's, like, a little injured, haven't seen big lifts. I know she's been making a comeback from some injuries, so I don't quite have her fighting for, like, the second, third spot unless she's making more progress than I've been seeing. Um, 
But yeah, Frida, I'm looking at Frida too. She's hitting some good PRs with her bench press. She hit a 170 squat, moved really well, had more left in the tank, hit a 190 double for a deadlift. So I have her like totaling about 480 on a good day. And then for May, I have her totaling about 480 to 482.5. Uh, her bench press is also in a good spot, 122.5 bench. It was a full max attempt, but she hit that. And I think she's got more of her squat, her deadlift, just based off of her meet that she just did in July. Yeah, the that, I did not go on TikTok. Sorry, I did not go on TikTok. I'll talk about that in a yeah. second. So May, that, that was, I mean, we, we've already talked about that. I, I mean, me and Angela both, both felt she had more on her squat. She didn't even take a third deadlift. So her actual total is not super indicative of where she should be. Because uh, she honestly should be in prime time if it wasn't for the fact that she didn't take that third deadlift. So I very much expect if you take just a little bit more on squat and a little bit, and actually take lift and then add to that bench that's really blown up, uh, I mean, she should very much be in the picture. I mean, I, I've got her 470 to 480. I've got Frida 470 to 480. Um, Natalie Hunter, if anyone doesn't know about her, if not this year, for sure in the coming years, I think we're going to be talking possibly being a national champion. I mean, she very much is someone I, I think is going to be a, a standout in the sport. She. As much she posed, I saw one set recently of her doing 170 for three on squat on TikTok, which her last meet she did 175. I mean, she's making rapid progress, she's very new to the sport, so I expect 20 to 25 kilo total PR over what she did in March, and that gets her to like 465 ish, maybe 470. But I, I, I don't know if that's going to be enough, barring Frida and May miss some lifts. Now, the, the big one thing I'll really say. Because I, again, I agree with the the synopsis on Caitlin. I'm not I'm not sure she's going to be able to come in at full strength, unfortunately. Frida, I let's let me pull this up so I got this 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 right. I believe she has missed one, two, three, four. She has missed her third deadlift five meets in a row. And that is a big thing that needs to be taken into account. I mean, I'm not hope has been something that has continually come up. To where, when, if, especially if you're battling with Christian and trying to pull for the win, or you're trying to hold off May, that could be a big thing. But the, the benefit Frida will have over May is the fact that she's in prime time, and May will likely not be. And so Frida will know exactly what she needs, or she'll need know what she over Christian because she's going to likely have the final pull of prime time. Another thing I want to mention, Jessica, even though I don't think she's in the picture for like being on the podium, I do think she'll get like a 20 kilo PR at this meet because her lifts have been going really, really well. Her best is 450 and I have it's at 472.5. She just tripled one step. Oh, the pause does 170 by threes, but I got but also 165 by two squat PR, hail 122.5 bench press recently. So I think she's in a good spot to make a lot of progress, but she because she's not in prime time. Yeah. Yeah. And she, her or Natalie could podium. It wouldn't be out of the question. And May, Frida, uh, Caitlin doesn't have a great, they, I, literally between Caitlin, Frida, May, Jessica, and Natalie, any of them can podium. I just think Frida and May, based off of the training I see, are my favorite. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Jessica, I mean, she's making rapid progress too. She's kind of in that same category as Natalie, where I think next year we're talking about them possibly challenging for first place. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, I yeah, good good point there on Jessica Slotted. Like 
following her training, and she does post too, and I see she does frequently post. It looks fantastic. Her training is going well. Where I would not be surprised if she podiumed here. Um, and it's really just me going off of one how good I know Christiane is. Um, you know, even if she doesn't post, her competition history speaks for itself. Uh, it's been a, a, a fantastic breakthrough in this past two years for her. Um, the momentum is strong. She is built for it. I see a lot of great things coming for Christiane. I think a great lift is uh, or a great meet is going to happen here. But Frida is someone that I don't think you could. I think it's very easy to overlook Frida because she doesn't post. But I think this is kind of the meet where it's finally going to have a performance. I think she's going to rack up second place, and second place will be huge. And she does listen to what we say on Two White Lights. She does listen. She has expressed me. Steve seems to be her biggest doubter, and I would agree with Frida. I think Steve doubts her, and Angelo has faith. If that's going to be the narrative, I'll go with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, but I mean, she's she's been making progress. Um, yeah, I mean, that is a good point, Steve. But as far as that missed deadlift goes, what happens? I do think she does have to kind of overreach, just based on you know subtotals and other lifters. And also her being in relatively tough competitions. That's another thing that's, I think, overlooked at Frida is all of her meets are uh, meets that mean a lot. You know, there's Nationals, there's Arnold, there's Collegiate Nationals, there's TBS. Um, there was a lot there that they were – there was a lot there where maybe the – like the third deadlift would be hit if she didn't have to overreach. So I don't, I don't know if that's truly indicative yeah, of her actual total. And I and I think I think at the Arnold, I may be mistaken, at the Arnold, because Christiane kind of separated herself. I, I, I can't remember if Frida was pulling to try and pass up Lysha, and that was kind of a battle going on there too. So mm-hmm. close. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think Christiane, even unbiased, I think has got to be the favorite. But then after that, it is very, very close between all other five competitors. And frankly, Christiane has that list. If she misses a squat, if she misses a deadlift, it really opens up the door to where it's not like a for sure thing. So, but this is definitely one of the more premier classes though. I think when we're looking at like USAPL, we, we, in USAPL, we have some, we have some pretty big disparity between classes that we're looking like international competitive, but 60, 60 kilo is, is, is one of the ones that's more up there. Um, where we have some some lifters that could easily transfer over and be top 20, 25 in the world if we're looking at like coefficient score and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'll get into it, though. Picking top three. Shocker, I'm going to pick Christian for first. I'm going to go Frida in second and May in third. All right. I have to give Christian first place. because. Oh, my gosh. You I'll... picked one of my lifters. I know. I mean, like, I have to. I'm Out of all of them, you picked Christian, <laughs> but didn't pick Natalie. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I'm going to give May 2nd, Rita 3rd. All right. Uh, ooh. That's actually, yeah, that's a pretty good one there. Um, I am going to go um, Christian first, Frida 2nd. And I will go Jessica third. 
67 and a half kilo women. Yep. This one. We have an entire prime time to ourselves. Yes. They, not only is it incredibly deep, the entire prime time's dedicated to them. It's 12 deep. All of them get in. Everyone gets in. The only, I'm going to call it out right here though, because it was odd. Mandy Ogo, who I probably would have picked to be up there, didn't sign up for open. She's only a junior. Yeah. That, that to me, I just thought was a mistake. Outside of that. I don't know if that was intentional. I just thought that was yeah. an accident. I I think you can still do it, even by the time this is released. So, Mandy, if you hear this, go sign up for Open, please. Uh, but, yeah, you, you, you have 12 lifters in primetime. Everyone gets in for this class because of how they decide. They put five women's classes on day one and only one on day two, so everyone gets in. Uh, I mean, I think there's a clear cut and dry favorite, even talking to people who kind of coach other people in this weight class. Like Gabby's the one Gabby is the standard right now. I, I think it's going to be probably tough to beat her. Um, she is posting some lists. She's posting some even better lifts on close friends that we disclose, but she really seems to kind of caught training momentum again uh, with some slight changes to her training. And I mean, I, 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 I just don't really see her not winning this. Yeah, she she literally has to miss. For anyone to have a chance to be here, she has to miss. Um, or just have a bad day. So it's one of those situations. And with the way training is going, I'm like, she's in a great spot. Of course, I do wonder, because I know that, well, we saw her at the arm. didn't go so great. And then she did really well a week later <laughs> at the meet that was smaller. So, and she has, like, mentioned that she had a hard time with, like, bigger meets just in general. She's mentioned that. But if she can get her squats in, she's already in a great spot. Like, if she starts out strong, she's good. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I think for Gabby. Yeah. So I, I have her at, like, a 540 total. I had her around, like, 535. And I, I felt like the squats and even more confident than usual because I feel in training has been in the past. So, I, 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 I think she can even miss a lift or two and probably still win. And frankly, that's because like, if, if I had any idea what Sam Calhoun was doing, maybe I would say something different, but I really don't know how Sam is doing. She just patient, which I thought was a little, uh, odd for Sam to be doing just six, seven weeks out, uh, moving up a weight class. Uh, I don't know how any of her training is going. So I'm not really sure how to predict that. So because of that, Gabby's got to be in first. But then if you're looking at second, second's deep. Sam, Jen, Lysha, Cassandra, I, Solana, I'm throwing you in there for second based on how things go. That That's deep. That really comes down to the final polls. And Solana, because you'll probably have one of the final deadlifts to where if people are missing, and if things are opening up, I think you're very well in the picture there. Because I think second place right now is probably in that 5-10-ish area, um, barring people start missing. I mean, I, I think the people that, yeah, I don't know. I, it, that's that's going to be very, it's very, very close there. I'm so curious to know what Sam will pull <laughs> and what Sam are you getting for deadlifts. Um but yeah, second's like really deep. Like we have Sam, and again, we don't know how the train is going, but I'm just basing off her best 515 total. We have Jen, who just somehow keeps <laughs> PRing. 
Well, no matter she, what. If there's someone who's benefited from the weight classes, it's Jen because she not being 63 kilos and she's at, I mean she's steadily risen even after the hip surgery I think she just hit a squat PR albeit not necessarily the standard but she usually doesn't she usually doesn't hit depth in training and then meet day is never an issue so I don't have any question on meet days though yeah I agree with that um but her lift both the squats all she's showing that's looking good and then of course talk about Jen having she's got a lot of chips um yeah she's gonna have any chips she wants because she can chip any i mean that's why i i i probably have her as a favorite to get because she's gonna be able to chip every single lift probably other than maybe bench press because she's already chipped that i believe at a recent meet maybe i don't know yeah jen's gonna be able to have tons of chips because of this dumb rule and it's gonna give her a decent competitive advantage to be able to chip basically any lift she wants yeah yeah so that's one reason I definitely have her even at a higher standing. And then you got Kathy Castlis to go on really well too. Great CPT. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Like second place to like six people deep. Yeah. Well, I I think Solana, you have to win. You have to get second or third because that would make Steve the only person not on this podium. Or on this panel without a Raw Nationals medal. I mean, he's got a lot of lifters who have one, but he doesn't, like, we need, like, that will be a great thing. Like, hey, have you got I your medal, Solana? Like, oh, yeah, I got mine. Like, oh, and I, Angel's got his. Like, hey, Steve, where's your medal? You got, got a medal? It'll be just a fun thing to always have over Steve. You want to know what you just did? You guys are going to have medals, but you're not going to have a gold. I am going to be the M5 75 kg national champion, and I will be the only one of us to actually have a gold. Actually, Steve, you know what you should do? You should do the World Cup. You should do the Masters World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only four years. I'm only four four years away from being a master. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, if you have that, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's my comeback. Maybe that maybe might be my comebacks in four years, and I'll I'll be an M1 lifter. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, Solana, you have the motivate the motivation of just an ongoing joke into my lights would be great. That would be only my only motivation. That if sounds I was, so weird to say that in, that's in all four did. years, I'll be an M1. Yeah, you're getting old. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. No, that's correct. Yeah. No, that's right. That's <laughs> how, that's how time Solana works. Thank you, for making that very clear. That's how time, that's how time, that's how time kind of works, you know? When you <laughs> okay, get older, so you get closer to, to the Masters division. That's. Sam is probably gonna. <laughs> Sam's gonna have the final deadlift. Jen's gonna have all the chips. Lysha's might have some chips too because she might be able to chip some junior rec. Sandra still junior? I don't think she is. Okay. She is she gonna have a squat chip though? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure on that. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be super close. I mean, I. Frankly, I'm gonna ha- I'm I'm giving a little bit of an edge to Jen just for the reason that she's gonna have all these. Lysha though just had a really good final like heavy training week. Yes, she um, did. She did not have as good of a day uh, going into TBS, which TBS she still was pretty much able to match what she did at the Arnold, albeit she tried to pull for the win and missed it. If she had just pulled what she did at TBS, I think she had it. 
So her training is going even better now. So I expect an increase there. Um, and then uh, Cassandra, she doesn't post a lot, but it's enough to see that I, I, I think at minimum two and a half kilos on every lift. She already had a 500 kilo total back in May. I think she at least two. Say again. Three. Cassandra yeah. is. So yes, Cassandra could have junior chips as well. Again, this is the most ridiculous. This isn't any lifter's fault, but it's a ridiculous rule that these lifters get competitive advantages because of their age, because, oh, I'm 23, so now I get an advantage because someone else is 24. It's ridiculous. So yeah, Cassandra might have some chips there. Um, yeah. Uh, and the other person I want to throw in there too, Jacqueline Malater. She started to work with Kelly Mann, and her has gone really well lately. I, 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 that she could be a dark horse. Not, I don't know if to sneak in the podium, but for possibly top five. And that makes her training looks good, but I haven't, I haven't seen. I mean, I'm looking at her training. I don't know if I see anything very specifically over what she did at CPT. Solana who Solana and Carmen battled. The biggest thing I see with Solana, who's not posting much of her training, and I told Brad to tell Solana to post more of her training. Um, one, we did get to see a singular deadlift, that 200 kilos that moved better than CPT. But the biggest thing with Solana is she had a lot more in the tank on her deadlift at CPT. Like just, just from the get-go, I already had five kilos on her deadlift just from the fact that I knew she had that add another two and a half because deadlift seemingly is going better. I've got Solana maybe going 10 kilos over what she did at CBT. I think I had something on, on bench press too, that I thought maybe you could get more on bench press. So I, I saw a little bit more if we're looking at the battle there, because Carmen and Solana both had a 492 and a half kilo. So a little bit more from Solana where I thought there's a little bit more of a jump there in total. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to Carmen, like she just doubled 177.5 in the gym for a squat, which is apparently a PR. Mm -hmm. um, and like go, looking at her meat, her deadlift to me looks close to up and more to her squat. And then I'm not sure about bench, potentially more. So she's not posting a lot. I would also say deadlift to hopefully surpass that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was about to say, really consistent lifter has always shown, you know, just one solid lifts in the gym and solid lifts in the meet, too. And if we're talking about, like, Shark Tank of, you know, people who are potentially podiuming, um, yeah, definitely throw it in the mix there as well. Do we want to do predictions? All right. Predictions? Oh, yeah. No, that's it. Okay. I got to read. Um, okay. Can we talk about Mandy in case, in case she changes to open? Like. Or no. Yeah, I mean, if Mandy changes to open, I, I don't know if I'd have her as podium, but I have her as close. I've Talks never read Mandy extensively on the podcast. Like, I, I, I think Mandy could be an eventual national champion, but yeah, she's currently just a junior or so. Yeah. As well as the only other issue, even if she signs up for open, I think she's first person out of... Uh, or twelve, no, she, or eleven. Yeah, she'd be number twelve because no, she's number she's number eleven because Bella Johnson and Emily Cooker are also in prime time because they're they go down to twelve. So, um, but all right, predictions. I got Gabby first. I'm gonna go Sam second. I, I just think I, I I can't imagine with her not being at sixty and her not having to cut weight and just 
knowing Sam has a, just a general baseline of strength that's very high and is going to have the heaviest pull of the entire... I can't imagine her not having a chance to get second, and I, I, I trust that that can happen. And then, honestly, if it wasn't for a lot more of kind of like a... a, a a mind battle of Jen versus Lysha versus Cassandra versus Solana, but literally because Jen is going to get so many chips because of this dumb rule, I got Jen second because she has a significant competitive advantage. A third, third, sorry. So Gabby, <laughs> Sam, Jen. Okay, I was like, and. Okay. So I'm going to give Gabby first because I fully believe she has to miss one to two lifts minimum for someone to take it. I'm actually going to give Cassie second. I think she's got good momentum with her training. I think she could reach Sam's best total. And I don't know what's going on with Sam. But I do also feel like when Sam is heavier, she still totals around the same. Like, she doesn't get, like, a big boost when she's heavier. So if I have her going at her best number at 515, I think Cassie can also get that. So I'm going to give Sam third. I am going to go Gabby first. Um, I did kind of flip-flop between Sam and Jen here, and um, I haven't done that in a while. Um, but I still think I just have to oh, – I, I just got to go with Sam. Yeah, and then really uh, – you know what? I'm going with Solana. Solana third. Right. Solana is predicted at third. See what happens. Also, too, though, Cassie gets the chip that I forgot about till now. So I'm like, if I'm giving second to someone, it's Jen or Cassie. Could they get chips? <laughs> yeah. That makes All sense. Right. 75 All right. kilo women. Let's do it. 75. Uh, it's a pretty deep class, albeit I think we've got three people separated. We gotta, we're going to have a pretty deep prime time here. I've got predicted that all the people that I've got listed here are going to be mer- Brandis, Emily, Laurie, Shannon, Rachel, and Tanya will all be in prime time. That's what I've got predicted. But within that, it, in large part, I think it's going to come down to versus Brandis. I think if anyone looks, they probably, I mean, this is this has continued to be an incredibly underrated lifter, but Maria is coming in nominated first. She has the highest total in this weight class. The only issue is Maria's total tends to go up and down a lot. It's, it's not super consistent. She has really good highs. She has some lows. It's really hard to predict versus Jasmine just kind of is pretty darn steady. Like, you just kind of know she's coming in and hitting around ish, and she just kind of does her thing and doesn't really fluctuate too much. And then you got Brandis really on the come up. Obviously won her pro card at CPT, won the meet overall. We're going to see what she can be able to add from there. I think it's going to be somewhat tough for her to likely challenge for first overall because, I mean, she would have to have added at least 15-plus kilos to kind of start competing with Jasmine, who I think is pretty much a lock to go 540-plus. But those three are really who I look at as the top three. And then the next little tier that, like, they, they could a really off day is Emily and Lori, who are both kind of in that, like, 5-10-ish kilo range. Yeah, so I also have, um, I also have like similar things. So Jasmine, I have her hitting like five fifty. I think she's in a really solid position to get first place overall. Um, all she posted was like a one twenty, a one twenty five bench press and a two ten squat too. So I have her at five fifty five total. And then with Maria, I also have her 
pretty close to that. I have her at 550 total, um, really just based off of numbers. I could have no training being posted. And then Brandis, I think she'll have a really big total bump, but I think she's just a little bit out of reach with these two, unless one of them miss. I have her, she hit 525 at CPT. Since then, her bench press is blowing up. Her squat's also blowing up. Her Dell is moving up a little bit with the 195.2 Dell PR. So I have her at 540, which is a huge jump from CPT. I don't think it's enough unless these two miss. Jasmine, for all the times I've reviewed her training, this is actually the best it's looked in my opinion. Squat depth is better than it's ever been. She usually doesn't hit really heavy deadlifts in training, and she's already hitting pretty close to what she does in the meet. So I'm really, really confident Jasmine's going to have better meets here, um, like like 550-ish, like you said. Maria, she's done 545. She's done 535. I, it's kind of hard to predict her. Um, she's probably going to have the final pull, and she's pulled up to 240, I believe. But I, I just have a little bit more confidence in one of these close battles and the predictability and consistency of Jasmine to be able to pull that out. So, um, and Jasmine should, maybe could, have a squat chip. That's where she's going to have a little bit of a benefit there. I think the only other chips are going to come down to Emily is probably going to have some junior chip. Uh, she has the junior squat record. I'm sure she's going to be able to chip that with the, whatever she wants. And again, like I said, it, it, it's specifically Brandis and Maria, in my opinion. If they were to have a little bit of an off day, they were to miss a couple of lists. I really see Emily being able to possibly sneak in there, especially with kind of some of the chip advantage she has. Yeah. Um, I think with Jasmine going into a meet, a person who has really had to battle um, at a lot of meets, uh, I would I would sometimes argue that you know, as far as competitors go, who has like kind of like knockdown, drag out battles and also just unfortunate things to happen during, you know, competitions as well with, you know, overturned lifts and close calls that people disagree with. Um, Jasmine is up there with the most. And on occasion, you can maybe see some trends of training like you are not going to get the best meat from her, but training is looking really good right now. Um, and that's a very, very, very good sign going into a meet. I think 75 kilo weight class um, you know, it's something she's used to and kind of the most veteran out of everyone. Um, the person I was really looking at going into this is Brandis. Brandis Lady Pro Die now. Um, she as you know, getting with, uh, coaching under Nori, you know, she was great the first time we, she was a great lifter when we did that first preview show for, uh, Carolina primetime, but, since then, she has blown up and has been having fantastic momentum going forward. Um, I do think there's a, pot a potential there, Brandis, of winning. Um, because Jasmine does have occasional you know, hiccups on the platform, um, like I mentioned earlier. But I'm just, say I'm just seeing with a really good training block going into Nationals um, and her just being so used to that kind of stuff. Um, she's just a really hard person to beat. So, yeah, Brandis. Um, and... Maria, we all know how strong she is. I just uh, does she have another lifting account page, or is it just you go on her page and she's still no, kind she of the she's got the she's, undercover she's just, strongest she's person thing. Prototypical midland lifter. You 
Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know if it's a prototypical a typical Midland lifter thing. I just think he doesn't care to post anything on Instagram. He like it's not he's being forced to, he just simply doesn't care. It's just based on like the feel from I mean like, I'm just saying that seemingly the Midland lifters don't post on Instagram. We've talked about that before. And yeah, she's just in she's in that category. She's never really posted anything on Instagram. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 darn near impossible to predict anything with her her actual outcome outside of looking at past meat history. Yeah, because then I mean, because it, it would it wouldn't shock me for for it wouldn't shock me in the slightest if Maria won. It wouldn't shock me in the slightest if Maria got third. Like I I, I could see either in either scenario correct me if i'm wrong here too because she had so much hype i think it was 2021 after collegiate nationals um and it was kind of like the like first of like this person doesn't post and do anything so we can't really make predictions um wasn't there points where she just like didn't do like nationals too like there was like big competitions that we expected her to do and she didn't do them so that makes it even that makes it even harder that's how I get my scouting, is actually watching the meets and they compete. That is that is a big scouting report for me. And if you don't do that either, then it's very hard for me to scout. And this weight class, well, 75 and 67.5 kilo is the weight class I always have issues with because I'm usually competing the same time as them. So I don't get to see anything. You get to see them this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wait, when, like are they competing a day after me or a day before? Day after. Yeah. Um, still got to check the flights. I might be taking some early flights. But, uh, yeah. I This year is as good as any to see them, I guess. This will be, I think, like one of the first times minus 2019 Nationals that I would get to see them compete. So, yeah. Uh, not as common there. And, you know, rounding out, you know, uh, Lori McCormick just competed at CPT. Um, Emily Reynolds... Um, good lifter there. Um, yeah, but I think there is a separation between Jasmine, Brandis, and Maria. I would agree. All right. Predictions. I got Jasmine first, Brandis die in second, and Maria Daly in third. I'm going to give Jasmine first, Brandis second. I'll give... Emily third. Emily Reynolds. All right. Getting third. All right. Um, I'm going to just echo Steve's here. I'm going to go Jasmine, Brandis, Maria. All right. Okay. 82 and a half kilos. Yeah. It is close. Yes. This one is way more competitive than I think anyone realizes. Frankly, there's probably only one name on this list at least who we're talking of like podium who people recognize but it, it's interesting and honestly there when i did the research for this there was there was things that i did not expect but we've got layla taylor coming in layla layla soto uh first nikas nikas i'm gonna pronounce that wrong Mar- I, I know her's margaret hampton prior to margaret nikas daniela mello tiana Cotney, and then Audrey Miller. That's really the the main competition here. Maria Gillick is also going to be in prime time, but I think she's a little bit outside of kind of where the rest of these competitors are going to be. But within those five, 
they are really darn close. And I'll be honest, the person that I was not to rank as high as I did was Tiana Coatney. Her training looked crazy. Yeah. Uh, she did a she did a five fifteen total back in February, and I honestly think five fifty is very, very doable right now, based on what I've seen in the past couple months from her. It's, her bench just exploded. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she, she had one seven, and now she's hit, she hit 117 in February, and then she benched 132 and a half in April. I don't even know what she's done more recently. She hasn't posted as recently. But yeah, her list. And so that, I mean, the thing is, though, that everyone else is blown up. Margaret, we already talked about her on the previous show as like a breakout star. Margaret's blown up. Her best squat was 97 and a half, and she just squatted 205, and it wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she doesn't post that much training, so it's hard to get a full idea, but I have to expect all of her training's probably going off. Um, and then Layla, yep. her training's gone really well. She had just posted a 225 squat yep. in July, which is uh, almost 10 kilos. She's probably going to have junior chips. Again, going back to this odd rule that Layla's going to have chips there. Daniela, I don't have any idea what to expect there. Um, she hit 542.5. I mean, the thing is, she hit 542.5 at CPT, and frankly, that was about one of the worst meets she had. It's like her floor. And so I don't know. I mean, that, considering that's her floor, I could expect that she could at least do that on most days. If she's been training consistently, I think she can do. She she could be, be the favorite if she was training consistently. I just I just don't know what to expect from Daniela. And then Audrey at the Arnold did really really well. And from there, I've seen especially on bench some really really good progress, as well as the fact that deadlift just didn't show up as well as in the past at the Arnold. So I easily I think she could add another seven and a half kilos on deadlift, and that kind of starts to put her in the picture too. Danny also like nine to one kilos. SCBT? Yes. And she signed up for 82 and a half here. Yes. That's the other question mark. Yes, if there's going to be, if she's going to stick at 82 and a half or what's going to go on there. So, yes. I just checked. Yeah, but she still is, she, she still is registered to 80. Okay. Well, they have uh, six days. So, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, everything, everything is like a lot of people are just blowing up. And Tiana, like, um, yeah, with Tiana, like her bench and her down is blowing up too. She had like a seven and a half kilo PR, two hundred seven point five, and it moved really well. And then she also topped her squat, so like great momentum. Margaret got momentum. Layla with the squat being ten kilos more, and it moved really easy. So I'm just, it's like it's kind of a toss up, a little bit with, with Layla, and Margaret, and Danny and Tiana. Yeah. She's going well. I don't see her going for not quite with them. Yeah, I'm not sure she's quite in that. I mean, especially with Layla, Margaret, and Tiana. I think they're separating themselves all around 550. The 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 person I'm going to give the edge to there is that Margaret has a massive deadlift. She is going to deadlift last. Deadlift she doesn't have any technicalities when she grinds out a deadlift, like hitching or ramping or soft lockout. I really trust Margaret to hit a third deadlift. I mean, we're dating back to 2021 national. I think she pulled into second. I might be wrong on that. She, I know, I know she hit a big deadlift to pull into podium placing back in uh, 2021. And she didn't compete last year though. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to, 
Yeah, kind of look at other weight classes here. This might be my biggest toss-up. There is no clear favorite for me. Um, one thing I do know that is a great sign whenever Steve just sends someone's page and be like, yo, check this out. Um, it's usually a really good sign because when Steve does a scouting on gym lifts, um, typically we do see it translate well onto the platform. Uh, where it can be at times um, a bit of a fugazi. Right, you just gotta know a good lift when you see it, and you gotta understand. Um, and that is the case with Margaret, who we have covered on the show before, and we both are probably familiar with. But some of the things we're seeing in the gym has been nutty, and same thing with Tiana. Like sending those videos in, they look great. They look great in the gym, and usually that is a recipe for a good meet. Um, Leila Soto, or uh, yeah, Leila Taylor, Leila Soto. Um, she, I still not a ton of competitions under her belt, but just a really strong lifter who does well in competitions. Um, I don't know if I'm remembering that correctly, but I because I remember covering her for collegiate nationals. Just wasn't a whole lot of meets there, and she killed it at collegiate nationals. And you know, this is this is gonna be the biggest stage of them all in a in a tough battle. So it's you know, can she stick with it and? Uh, I don't know. I do not know. That one's tough. And then also Daniela Mello. I just, of course, you know, you have to look at her going in any meet. But I, I don't know. Like, the uh, interest in powerlifting is my question. You know, kind of going into meets with Daniela. It, it's hard to really gauge it anymore. Yeah, I think... If you're looking at what I'm seeing in the gym, I really like what I'm seeing from Margaret and Tiana. Laylo's training looks great. She just doesn't post as much to be able to give me a good idea. It's just going to kind of come down to what scenario are you going to play out in your head. And the scenario I've got in my head is Layla's probably going to chip. She's probably going to lift. She's going to chip squat. She's going to chip bench because she's going to have the junior chips there. She's going to have a really good subtotal. Margaret is very consistent. She hits lifts. Tiana, I'm not saying she doesn't hit lists, but I don't think she's been in this type of situation before. This is definitely a bigger step up in the sense of the battle. Um, now, she's been in these situations before to be able to help her out, though. Um, I, I really think it's going to come down to the fact that I think I trust Margaret to be the most consistent in execution on the lifts. And I think that's where I really trust that she can come out on top here. Okay. I don't, I don't see any technicalities that she run into. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of a toss up there. It's just kind of a gut feeling of where I think I'm leaning towards because frankly, I have, if, if you're looking at my numbers, I have predicted numbers, Layla, 548.5, Margaret, 552.5, Tiana, 550, which basically is a wash. Just call that a tie. Like that, that, that doesn't mean anything when it's all separated by like less than five kilos. It's going to be super close. So, as well as I actually think, may, maybe Margaret has a deadlift chip. I'm not sure. Yeah, she will. Margaret have a deadlift chip. So that's a huge advantage because she already has the American record deadlift at 235.5 from the Arnold. So that is a big advantage for Margaret to have a deadlift chip so she can put on literally exactly what she needs for that final deadlift. Predictions? So, yeah, predictions. 
I got Margaret in first, Tiana in second, and Layla in third. Okay, I'm going to give. I'm gonna give Layla first, Margaret second, Tiana third. All right, I am going to go Margaret in first. We go uh, Tiana second place and Layla in third. All righty, moving All in right. to. 90 kilos. Got two horse race and 90 kilos. This one's a little bit simpler, at least for first, second. Second and third is a little bit of a battle, or third third place is a little battle, too. Kiana versus Marina Shelton. Mm -hmm. That's the battle. Yes. Uh, Kiana, two white lights favorite. Marina, she liked to call out two white lights last year when we apparently underrated her. Uh, yep. But they're very close. Training's going well. Kiana hasn't posted a ton. Uh... She's posted enough, though, to see some decent progress. I mean, she had a 217.5 squat and a 115-kilo bench back in May, which is both decently over her meat vest. Marina, though, uh, I mean, in July, I don't know if it was an SPD day. I forget to note it. But she hit 227, 117, and 227.5. All looked very clean because, unfortunately, Marina didn't have a great Arnold. She, uh, I believe, bombed she out. bombed out on squat, yep. maybe, for depth. Um. I noted that I felt like that 227.5 looked better. I thought that looked clean. I didn't really have too many question marks there. So it's going to be really, really close between those two. Um, Kiona has been in these situations before. She's going to have the heavier deadlift. I really like the situation she's in, coached by Marcellus. And then when you're looking at that second and third or third place spot, it's going to be Alicia Webb versus Courtney Hopkins, Hopkins which Alicia Webb probably going to have some M2 chips. Uh, Courtney might have some junior chips. That's going to be an interesting battle. Very, very close there. Yeah. Some plenty chips. But, yeah, pretty much I kind of said everything. Like, Kiana Peak, love to watch her lift. She hasn't been posting a lot lately, but I know she had a lot of momentum a few months ago when she was posting. going to be up. And then Marina, her squat depth was a lot better. Her last deadlift at 227.5 is a PR. Looked really solid. She's got Kiana in the bench press. So I think it will be like a really big battle. We'll see. And then Alicia, she's been around the same total for a little while as a Masters lifter. But I have her pretty much matching her best at 535. And then Courtney, like you said, she might have the junior chip records. I don't really know her top end strength. I didn't really get much from her IG. Um, but I did predict her being closer to like 525 to 530. Courtney is my unofficial granddaughter because she is coached by Nico. So some, some PRs in there, but yeah, the, the tough part for Courtney is it does look like, like it was tough to kind of get her top end. I think I saw a 110 kilo bench is the five kilos overweight. Uh, and she double deadlift for 200 kilos, which is pretty close already to her max. Training's going really well. The tough part, though, is Alicia It just kind of does the same thing. She's just kind of always around 530 to 535. We know she's going to bring that. So it's kind of on Courtney to make a pretty big jump there. And I, I think it's possible, but I think it would be hard to say that she is the favorite over Alicia, knowing that Alicia has done this multiple times over and over. So um, I've got Alicia in third. Courtney very well in that picture. And then out with Fiona and Marina, I, it always comes down to when I've got it when I've got a matchup this close, who's got the heaviest pull? And that's Kiona. 
Mm. We're, we're kind of getting into an era in powerlifting where you just have to have a big deadlift. It's, it's kind of becoming that important because we, we've, we've reached such a potential now where everyone is strong. We don't really have too many specialists anymore. Even though Angelo has a big deadlift, he has a huge squat. Like we don't have too many just strict specialists outside of some rare occurrences. Everyone's strong, but the trump card when it comes to meet day battles is just having the biggest deadlift. That is, that is probably the biggest advantage in all of powerlifting is just having that deadlift and be able to pull last. And when it's that close, I've got to go with the biggest deadlifter. That's why I probably favor Kiona in this matchup. Yeah. Well, what helps Kiona too is just how she executes her lifts as well. She's technically proficient. Um, I trust her to hit lifts. And if it's, if you combine the two, right? Like, um, I, I, I make the comparison between that and just being a power pitcher in the MLB. Or Steve, you said you need to have a big deadlift. Well, like in the Major League Baseball right now, you have to throw like 95 plus. You know, most guys are throwing 95 plus. Um, but then when you couple that with movement, you know, you get your aces. And that's what Kiona is. She's a well-rounded lifter. She executes everything well. So that's kind of equivalent to having movement and to a 95-mile-per-hour fastball. Um, and she executes her lifts very well. Um, and this class, too, just looking at all lifters, it's just lifters who can lift very well. Um, you know, minus, you know, squat depth issues from um, uh, Marina, she has you know, solid lifts and has had her breakout meets. Um, you know, big bump in the road with bombing out. That is some of the hardest thing a lifter can come back on, I think, just mentally is bombing out of meat, especially on squat. Um, but yeah, training does look better. Alicia has been doing this forever and I like what I see from Courtney Hopkins is looking at her Instagram page. Just a, I like how her lifts look and she, um, it's a stupid thing by me, but her layout of her Instagram makes me like her more of a lifter. It's just straight I, I thought business. You were gonna, I thought you were going to say none of her lifts look stupid. Oh yeah, that's, that too. That's the the hallmark. Does the go. lift look stupid? Yeah. Well, if it no. Looks stupid. It shouldn't be allowed. No, it doesn't look exactly. stupid. But also, it's just like I, you know, doing if like you know the little research I do and just going through it, I do like have these weird thoughts in my head. Like, oh, her entire page is just lifting videos, and I like that. I trust lifters who's just all lifting videos, and that's all I get to see, and it's just really a training log, and it's consistent, and the lifts go along with it, and there's no douchebag comment or caption stuff going on. It's just lifts, executed lifts, and that's it. And you got to love those type of lifters. Um, and I do like how she looks. I think she uh, does lose a little bit there on um, the chips, the battle of the chips, the young chips versus the old chips. Who's going to reign supreme? The juniors or the masters. That's uh that's um could be could be a title to this to this nationals. Young chips versus the old chips. Yeah. So Alright. Predictions. I, I got Kiona and Yeah, I pretty much already get Kiona first. Again, tiebreaker goes to the deadlift, Marina in second, and Alicia in third. Alright, alright. I, I'm going to copy Kiona, Marina, Alicia. 
Um, I'm going to copy paste first and second with Keona in first, Marina in second, but I'm going to go Courtney. Courtney in third. Right. Hey, 100 women? I am. We have a clear cut favorite. I don't really see anything else happening other than her winning, and I'm really excited. We finally have Gabrielle at nationals we talked about the fact that when the 100 kilo class was created it was the gabrielle phelps class she yeah. she unfortunately was overshadowed when we had the 84 plus class by shamanica frown <laughs> and other lifters um Bamba but gabrielle's Cabral. got her class now and she's in it shamanica frown Bonica, yeah, she, Bob, she, she, no she Bamba Cabral. from other people Bamba Cabral. Bamba Cabral. Bamba Cabral. That's 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 it. Bombaka. Mohammed Bombo. That's a basketball. Bombika. Bomba Bika. Brown. All right. Bombika. We're we're really we're really overshadowing Gabrielle Phelps here, but this might be. Her kilo class was made for her. She's perfect for this she's hit a 600 kilo total before she's even noted i mean I, I actually discussed this with her one of the things she really struggles with is like bicep and arm issues mm-hmm. on bench press that i think probably carries over from low bar squatting apparently that's actually feeling better than it usually does right now i expect nothing less than gabrielle to come in and crush it and win this class and finally kind of get the notoriety she deserves because last year fun fact last year she skipped nationals because she thought the ubu meets would be really cool because they were pro meets oh, and man. unfortunately so the ubu meets sucked that's why you gotta listen to uh, two lights. and she won the yeah don't do the ubu meets yeah never do if you ever see an ubu meet again never do it uh but yeah gabrielle heavy favorite first Really comes down to second and third, which is between Jacqueline Dublay and Michelle Akpala. I actually couldn't find Jacqueline's Instagram, but Solana did. So you probably got more information here to kind of give a breakdown of this matchup. Yes, I found it. Uh, she had, she didn't post a ton. She posted a 110 by 3 bench press that moved really well. I did see a 292. No, hold on. What number is that supposed to be? 212. <laughs> Point five squat, and she posted three weeks ago. Um, she really didn't post a lot of lifts that I thought were notable for a squat and delta strength. I did still give her a projected total of five forty two point five. If she matches that best squat, I give her a one twenty bench because her be- yeah I have her matching her best bench press, and then I kind of saw her matching her best deadlift. I didn't really see enough to know if she was like really progressing. Um, and then we have Michelle. Michelle, we did. I did see a one eighty five point five by two squat that moved really well. Her bench press, she PR'd it with well two point five. Her deadlift, she had two thirty five by two, and her best was two thirty seven. So she's made a lot of good momentum. So I do have her at around five thirty seven total, but maybe even five forty. So very close within like five kilos of each other. Yeah, and it's a big differentiate between Jacqueline and Michelle. It's subtotal versus deadlift because Jacqueline is going to yeah. be way ahead on subtotal. Michelle's going to have the deadlift, and guess who I side with the deadlift? I uh, I just I, if I'm going to have to, I've got five forty two point five and five forty. So basically, tied total. I'm typically going to side with the deadlift there, and I really like Michelle's progress right now. Her training seems to be going really really well, so I think I like her for second place. Yeah. 
Yeah, Gabrielle Phelps, very excited to see her at Nationals. Uh, massive respect. She is a, I believe, a special education teacher, high school, you know, softball and powerlifting coach. Of course, I mean, that's just a, a, an amazing combo. Those teachers slash powerlifters are some of the best people in the world. So um, I'm, yeah, very excited to see uh, Gabrielle Phelps. You know, so, as long as they don't teach history. But yeah. if they teach history, they tend to be bad news. Yep. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a fact. Um, but, yeah, and also, I this is what we talked about, those new weight classes, when we talked about going back to the old weight classes. This was the first lifter that I thought of um, was Gabrielle because, you know, it was a ridiculous disparity between 84 kilos and 84 plus of the weight distribution. I mean – it is a situation like in my like if I was in a lot of their shoes, um, these uh, you know female lifters, I just that would make sense. Like I'm really not that motivated to compete. I can be pretty damn good at what I do, but I'm getting out totaled by someone who weighs like 20 kilos heavier than me. That's crazy. Like that is something that sucks. So I mean, what I what I would have done is I would. In that situation, I probably would have gone USPN. I'm still, frankly, somewhat surprised we haven't had more switchover from USPA to USAPL from those people who had done those weight classes purposefully. They never really did switch over. It was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, but, yeah. that is a good Sorry. But Tangent. yeah, Gary Phelps, um, see some good things here. Then, yeah, I'm just going to kind of echo what you guys said as far as the second, uh, second and third here uh, with Jacqueline and Michelle. Okay, so. I'm going Gabrielle first, then Michelle in second, and Jacqueline in third. Yep. I will do Gabrielle first, Jacqueline second, and Michelle third. Um, I am going to echo, even though I kind of already gave it, I'm going to echo Steve. Yeah, Gabby, Michelle, Jacqueline. All right. Final weight class, and... Arguably, the best lifter of the entire meet, Alexis Jones. This the hundred plus class is the Alexis Jones show. Mm-hmm. She does what I think she can do. I think we not we need to not only discuss best lifter of nationals, but best performance of all time. Because if I like with Jesus, best performance of all time. Like one of the points of power lifting is just lifting the most amount of weight. If Alexis does what I think she can do. And go like seven fifteen ish, if not more. I, I think we got to talk about the greatest female performance of all time. Um, unfortunately, I don't think like coefficients score wise is going to line up. Now, I think she honestly can win best lifter for USAPL, but if you're comparing like internationally, I don't think she gets it. But I, I just don't think coefficient score lines up, just like it doesn't line up for Jesus. I, it, discussion of like how good is Alexis Jones' performance in the totality of powerlifting. I am. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited to see her. I mean, you already know she's incredible. So I also, it's like a question mark too, like how good of a meet is going to be for her, like how much she will surpass her last total. That's all it is. Because her list looks so easy, <laughs> always. I can't ever gauge it. Um, but super so excited. What's the world record right now? Brittany Schlater did 693.5. I is that the highest ever? Let me look. I think that's the world record, but I don't know if that's the like unofficial 
world record. I, I think Alexis already has it at seven oh one. I think that's the highest total ever. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, quick, and quick, 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 yeah. I see six point five. Right, Brittany. Yep. High total. Yeah. So Alexis already has it at seven oh one. She's already the strongest tested female of all time. And if she goes six seven fifteen plus, I think you got to talk about her being. The, the greatest female powerlifter in the world. Like you, you got to ditch coefficient scores that put at, at that point and be like, is she just simply the best? Yeah. Like you have her out to like next time at hundred kilos. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's, and if she was at worlds. I'd have her out totaling by 20 kilos. I'd have yeah. her out totaling Brittany by 20 plus kilos right now. Yeah. It's, it's the, it, it is the hazy style of errors effect. I was, I was actually re- randomly thinking about this today. Like, there is a point where I'm just looking at powerlifting as a whole, even though if I'm going on the male side here, Austin is doing some pretty insane things in the gym where he's kind of like on this upward trajectory of doing something really special. But even then I'm just looking at it and like, I don't know if there's a performance waiting there in or below Jesus Oliveira's um, that could top it. And I'm looking right now with Alexis and seeing the same thing. Like I'm looking at all the females, and of course, you know, I'm in awe and I'm, I'm amazed of what they can do and how they continue to up their totals. Um, but I just look at Alexis Jones and I'm like, how can you not be more impressed by what she does? Her lifts are flawless on top of them just being insanely heavy. I, I'm just look. I... I don't know. If, I don't know if other competitors feel the same way as me, but I was just thinking that, like, you know, some of these squats that we're talking about here from a female lifter, uh, you know, six hundred pounds, and then you talk about Jesus nine hundred pounds and a thousand pounds. Like, you know, I, I, you know, the coefficients and the body weight and the, you know, the comparisons between the two are always fantastic, but that just cuts through all of it is just the weight you're lifting. And Alexis Jones is there. Uh, I mean, uh, 260 deadlift once, but uh, you know, a three plate bench almost it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's insane. And I, I think she's probably going to win. I, I would, put her as the favorite to win best overall lifter at the meet, which is crazy because typically the the heavier weight women are disadvantaged on coefficient score. So it's even more crazy. So, I mean, it's just going to be what, what can she do here? I mean, it's just how, how high can she push that total? And even from there, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's set in stone, but it's it pretty seemingly is Brittany Baker in second and then Mackenzie Hoven in third. Like there, there's a pretty good disparity there. Maybe Danny Myers Glenn could battle up there with Mackenzie. Um, just based on like execution, Danny has had some issues with uh, squat depth. McKenzie's had some issues, I believe, with depth as well in the past, so that could play into a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's this is Alexis Jones, and what can she put up, and can she win best overall lifter of the meet, and can she put up the best female performance of the year? Yeah, because I think right now you're looking at. You, you would look at Natalie, Amanda, and Corolla if you're looking at best female performances of the year, and it's the Lexus top those. Is there anything? So. Is there anything more to say on top of that? I mean, it's hard. I mean, that's like uh, that's pretty good. I think as far no, as not really. compliments go, really. as far as the Lexus goes. I got so. a, 
Yeah, that's about it. Because Alexis also doesn't really post a lot that gives you an idea. So I can't really, I mean, she just, she did a 247, 155, 247 SPD day, but it was like RPE nothing. So I'm not really going to, it's not even impressive in comparison to what she's likely going to do in three weeks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Alexis first, Brittany second, McKenzie in third. Cool. I'll go Alexis first, Brittany second. I will give Danny third. I'm going to echo that. Alexis, Brittany, Danny. All right. That is the lady. So, well, let's do a little prediction here. Who we got three, we got four awards to go through day one, day two, and day three best lifter, and then best overall lifter. So, I'm going day one best lifter is Christian. Day two is a little bit easier since there's only one club. Day three is Alexis, and I'm saying Alexis overall best lifter. We just confused Angela with you. It's 48 and 60s. I'm looking right now. What you're saying is... just like copy you. That's so annoying. It's probably going to be copying for the most part. Yeah, it is. Because Christian's so ahead for 60. Well, the only debate is Christian or the winner of 48. That's the only debate. Yeah, okay. So that's what I... Yeah. Yeah. So out at Christian there... Far ahead, whereas Dimitri, Ali, and Kay had to fight each other, which could affect number. Yeah. And then, yeah, Gabby, because I posted her to win. And then, yep, yeah, Alexis, yep, yeah, okay, cool. And then Alexis takes it, takes it all in the end. All right. We say all the. Julio. All right. Uh-oh. Well, yeah, that's going to do it. For this episode. Wait, isn't there four days? Is there a third? What about 90 to 100? Is that day three? When did it's they like announce this? I missed. I, on, no. I'm going to be completely honest. This is bad journalism. Oh, no, wait, wait. I missed oh, all no. the shit. Oh, no, no. Oh, I, okay, I am missing a day. 75 and Yeah, you're missing a day. Okay, bad, more bad journalism. Because I, I mean, mine's the worst journalism here. Because I'm like, I didn't know they were even doing this. Okay, Jasmine Penn day, Jasmine, Jasmine Penn day three then. Okay, hold on. So I actually was going to win. I said Jasmine's going to win. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll say Jasmine Kai for first. And I think she'll be higher than Layla. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Jasmine, I think, will top Margaret. Based on... Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I would go Christian... Gabby, Jasmine, and Alexis. That's four days, right? Yes, it does. Okay. Not four. I didn't, again, did not know. That's a, Solana, don't underestimate how big of an achievement that is for Angelo to count to four. Yeah. Didn't know. He's getting really used to cluster, he's getting really used to cluster deadlifts where he only has to count to one three times. He doesn't have to count to three anymore, he just counts to one three times. Three times. I can't wait till I get like program eights again, where I don't miscount finally, and I'll just yeah, because I I've always miscounted my deadlifts on sevens or eights because it's it's hard once I get past five to count. Well, you prefer sixes or nines? Yes, nice. It's a nice. Yes, I like yeah. Nice. It's just a nice nice uh, ratio. <laughs> All right. So well. Yeah. Preview number one right, is done, ladies and gentlemen. It is Raw National season. My favorite meet of the year by far. Um, 
you, I, you know, love the Arnold, but Raw Nationals will hold a special place in all of our hearts. And this is the first preview show. Um, we'll see you guys next week with our men's preview. And by then, we'll have the uh, primetime preview show. Is, or not the primetime preview show, but the primetime roster is revealed. So that means we're getting closer. Get excited. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.